0: Psalms chapter 19, starting at verse number 14. The scripture says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Now be careful there, brother. Don't be be hurting nobody, okay? The scripture says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I want to preach just for a few moments on a simple subject. Building blocks of life and death. Building blocks of life and death. You know, your words are building blocks of which you construct your life and future. Your words set the cornerstone of your life. And you live within the confines of that boundary you create with your own Words, situations, circumstances, and conditions are all subject to change, but with the support of your words, you can establish them in your life forever. According to a study performed at Yale University, they did a study with 23,000 people. People who have an image of themselves being in poor health will talk about poor health they seem to live out the reality of the image they have of themselves even to death. What you believe and speak become either a blessing or a curse in your life. That's why the scripture says in Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Our adversary can use our tongue to cause division, putting others down, bragging, false teaching, exaggeration, complaining, or flat out lying. It only takes a few words to hurt someone. Wounds heal, but they leave scars that never disappear. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's a lie. Whoever said that or came up with that quote was lying to themselves. I would rather or prefer for you to just throw a stick or a stone in my face. At least I know how you really feel. Then for you to go behind my back and talk about me, and then I got to find out about it another way. If you're not bold enough to tell me to my face how you feel about me, don't talk about me at the dinner table. They say that psychological pain is much more severe and lasts longer than physical pain. Words can break our hearts. Words can break our spirits. Broken bones can heal with time, but a broken spirit can cause words of death that are not easily repaired. I came across a quote the other day that I thought was very fitting, and it says, the tongue is a doorway of life for our body, soul, and spirit. Not only is it designed to feed our bodies, it is It also has the power to nourish our soul and spirit. There are some things you and I will not receive in our lifetime until you speak it out of your mouth. If you need it, you must believe it. And if you believe it, you must speak it. I said, if you need it, whatever you came in here needing today, you must first believe it. Then if you believe it, You must speak it because if you truly believe something, it will produce action. And one of the best actions that you can produce is the spoken word, because whatever you believe, it will come forth out of your mouth. So if you believe that you're cursed, you will speak cursings. But if you believe that you're blessed, you will say, I am blessed of the Lord even when you have cursed. Things happening around you, even when you have cursed individuals, maybe even in your family, that does not mean you have to be cursed. Just because you have generational problems that have passed down from generation to generation, that does not mean it has to affect you and your children. But I can draw a line in the sand that says you are affected, but as for me and my house, I'm gonna speak blessings over my life Uh hallelujah Jesus said you have not because you ask not so people that tell you well God knows all things he knows what you need he knows what's going on in your life yes he does But he's also waiting on you to believe in him and then speak it out of your mouth what you want from him. For the Bible says in Job chapter 22, verse number 28, thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto you. Notice the Bible lets us know that you must decree it. You must profess it. Whatever comes out of your mouth, and it shall be established unto you. To thee so it's important if we take that scripture and dive into it a little bit we must stop allowing other people to decree things over your life I'm sorry but I'm here to preach into somebody's situation here today many of us are repeating things that other people are saying over us What? what who, who in the world told you to believe that why in the world should I believe someone else's opinion about me Too many of us are living and walking our life based on somebody else's opinion about us. But I don't live for you. I live for him. I don't walk for you. I walk for him. I didn't wake up this morning for you because he woke me up. So if God says I'm beautiful, if God thinks of me of highly, I don't have to lower myself to your standards. But I can rise up every day, look myself in the mirror and say I am beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of God. Think and wonder why depression is so high. You think and wonder why all the psychiatric homes are filling up and people are going crazy up here in their mind. It's because you are listening to too many voices that are not of God. You are listening to too many people, friends and family, people of influence. Uh huh. Yes, people that have influence over you, people that have influence in your life. You're listening to those individuals instead of going to the source that created you. You don't have to alter your identity, you don't have to alter who you are, you don't have to completely change who you are. God made you and he made you exactly how he made you. So if you're looking for somebody to fix your life, well, I challenge you to look to Jesus because he is the one that made you. He's the one that can change you. Amen. The Bible says in Mark chapter number 11, verse number 22, and it says, and Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God. For verse 23 goes on, For verily I say unto you that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall—somebody say believe—but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. And then in verse 24 it says, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. The Bible did not say might have them. It says you shall have it, but you must believe it. And then you've got to speak it. I don't know who I'm talking to here on this afternoon, but some of you here today need to start believing and then speaking. Believe it, and then speak it. I don't know what you need. I don't know if you need deliverance, healing, or salvation. Believe it, then speak it. The Bible says when you believe it, you speak it. When you pray, that's speaking. Believe that you're going to receive it, and ye shall have them the bible says in the book of psalms chapter 107 he sent his word and healed them notice the scripture didn't say that god sent his word to heal but he sent his word and healed them so god considers it done already Just as you take medicine into your physical body to aid healing by physical means, so you must receive God's word concerning healing into your spirit for supernatural healing. You must speak God's words to your individual circumstances or situations in order for you to receive what belongs to you. So it's important that because we need to understand here today that we are Building blocks of life and death into our life. So my question I've come to ask today is, what are you building? Are you building a life or blocks of life? Or are you building blocks of death? Because it's important to understand that the enemy, our adversary, would do everything he can to try to build blocks of death into your life that every time you add something to your life it is death every time you try to speak something over your life it's a cursing every time you try to move forward in your life what does he do he tries to take you back every single day you wake up in the morning you tell yourself that I'm getting better today I'm going to improve today I'm going to do something different from the Lord today but then guess what happens the adversary shows up and something happens in your life to make you think it's never going to change and you're stelting big Building block upon block of cursing. But I've come to preach today to somebody here that you need to change the way you are altering your life. You need to change the way you're altering your mind and your thinking because you better believe it starts right up here. But if I can think it, the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So however you want to be, you've got to start right up here in your mind. But if I can make it up in my mind that every time I build a block, it's going to be blessing. Every time I build something, it's going to be uplifting the name of Jesus. Because just like this game of Jenga, it's interesting because when you play this game, you're taught to move one of the blocks, right? From out. You slide it on out, and then you place it on top. And then you slide another one out. Y'all waiting on me to do it, aren't you? Uh Uh-uh, I'm not crazy. See, see, peer pressure right there. I'm going to preach on that. You slide it right on out. Life is very similar to this game. Because the things that you take out they get placed right on top of your life. So as you're sliding things out, speaking life or speaking death, it gets placed right on top of your mind. What I'm simply saying is, is that the things that are being pulled from you, who are they coming from? Who are you attached to that is pulling on you? Because when they pull from you, it's weighing on you. And eventually, as you know, as you play this game and pull the blocks out, eventually there's only so much this game can take. Eventually the balance is gonna be off and once something gets pulled that should not be pulled or it allows it to be topsy-turny a little bit too much, it all comes crumbling down. See, you and I can only take so much. An individual can only take so much pressure and stress and worry and guilt and shame. So many of us can only take so much and many of us are on different levels. Some of us can take a lot, so we think. Some of us can take a little, so we think but it all comes down to what is pulling on you because eventually they are weighing on you. See, some of us are trying to help so many other people, but we haven't got our life in order. I'm sorry, but you can't help somebody else until you first help yourself. I tell people all the time, hurt cannot help hurt. Broken cannot help broken. But if God, if you allow the God of all creation, a God of all heaven to work on you and fix you up uh, and change your mind and regulate your heart. Then you can help somebody else. Uh, so I'm preaching to somebody here today that needs to become selfish in the name of Jesus. Uh, you need to become selfish in your spirit. Uh, you're not being selfish in a carnal way, but you're being selfish in the spiritual way. Stop trying to help everybody else. But God, fix me. God, work on me. God, move on my mind, God move on my heart God I need help in the name of Jesus, somebody clap your hands and magnify him That's why we find in the scriptures where the Bible talks about a woman. The Bible says she had an issue of blood for 12 years. And the scripture says that she kept pulling and pulling and other people pulling and pulling on her. That she went everywhere to every physician. She went to every doctor. But the Bible says she got worse and worse. And the Bible says that eventually she pulled uh, one of those blocks out and she says she ran out of money. So now she has no money and she still has this blood issue, this blood problem within her that she's been dealing with for 12 years and now she doesn't know what to do. She's been everywhere trying to get fixed until one day a man by the name of Jesus comes walking through her area. Isn't it amazing how Jesus always shows up on time in any Anybody's situation, the Bible says that Jesus comes walking through. And during this time, what happens is that the woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says she said within herself. So first she believed and then she spoke it. The Bible says she said within herself in Matthew 9, verse number 21, if I may but touch his garment I shall be whole. So first she believed it, then she said it. She said, if I can just get to him, I heard he can heal. I heard he can deliver. I heard that he's a miracle worker. I'm here to tell you today, I don't care how long you've been addicted. I don't care what's going on in your body. I don't care what's been happening in your life. If you can just touch Jesus, I promise you, he will make you whole. You're looking at a witness. You're surrounded by a group. I wish I had a testimony in this house right now. Y'all sitting at me Y'all looking at me like God has not done anything for you. But I'm here to tell you right now, if it wasn't for the goodness of the Lord, you wouldn't be where you are right now. But God has brought me this far. God has pulled me out. The Bible says, if I can just touch, she said, if I can just get to him, if I can just touch his garment, I know I will be made Oh, the Bible says that she eventually got through the crowd and was able to get to Jesus, touched his garment, gets Jesus' attention, where Jesus says, who touched me? Looks at the woman that is trembling on the ground out of fear, nervous about what's going to take place. But the Bible says that immediately virtue, just went all through her body to where the scriptures lets us know if you read the story that Jesus looks at her and says, your faith has made you whole. I'm here to talk to somebody here today. I don't know what kind of building blocks you are building. I don't care. I don't know what kind of things that you are stacking in your life. I don't know if you're stacking death or if you're stacking life, but I've come to preach here today. There's power in your words. What you are saying and what you are speaking out during this time, there's power in that. People are lashing out in every way. People are lashing out in their own way. But I'm here to tell you, there's power in your tongue. And what you are saying, you're stacking it on your own life. You may not realize it, you may not see it, but I'm telling you, in the spirit, you're stacking life or death. And eventually, you can only take so much. There's only so much you're going to be able to handle. That's why it's important to deposit life over your home. You deposit life over your family, your spouse, your children, your job. You deposit life into it. And I promise you, God will take care of his people. God will take care of people that put him first. He always has. He always will. God will do it. But there's building blocks of life or death that is happening today in this world. And it's happening today in somebody's life here today. And it's important that we are building the right blocks. I'm telling you, someone here today, I don't care what you need or whatever it is. If you need it, believe it. If you believe it, speak it. And once you believe it and speak it, the Bible says that it shall happen. The scripture says That it shall happen. So I'm coming to ask a question. What's hindering you from speaking it? What's hindering you from believing it? What's hindering you right now? Are you letting friends and family, people around you, maybe someone may be sitting next to you. I don't know. But are you allowing other people to dictate what you should be doing? Somebody here today needs to look deep down into their spirit and say, I need to make a change in my life. I'm talking to somebody here right now. You better hear me in the Holy Ghost because somebody needs to make a change in their life. You're sick of the way things are going. You're sick of the way things are turning out. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, I'm telling you right now, try Jesus. Stop listening to other people. You're here in the right place. Try Jesus because I promise you, I promise you he will give you life. He is life. In him is life. You don't have to look to the world no more, but you come into the right place at the right time. You can go down in water, have your sins washed away. He can fill you with new life. You don't have to go back to drugs or alcohol or any type of sin. You don't have to worry about all the things that you're dealing with right now, but God is able to pull you up. God is able to pull you out. God is able to bring you into a new life. I wish I had a witness in the house right now, but God is able to do all things but fail. That's what he's able to do because that's the God that we serve. As I close, the very things that happen to us, the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 19, and we're also going to read verse 26, it says wherefore my beloved brethren let every man be swift to hear slow to speak slow to wrath and verse 26 says if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth bridleth means to restrain and they restrain not his tongue but us his own heart, this man's religion is in vain. People of God, the very words that we speak are powerful. You need healing? I'm challenging you. Believe it, stand up, and speak it. You need deliverance? Believe it, rise to your feet speak it. Whatever you're waiting for, for God to perform in your life, I'm telling you, wait no longer. Rise up, believe it, and speak it. We must speak by faith because we walk by faith. We don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith faith, believing that God is able to answer and to perform anything for you and I. But too many of us are listening to voices that are influencing our very walk. There is nothing that should influence your walk other than Jesus Christ. He should be the one that influences you the most. So how do you fix it? You fix it today. You can make a choice today to say I'm no longer listening to outside influences but I'm going to listen to the very voice that I need to listen to because many of you have listened to those outside influences long enough and look where it's got you. It's leading you down a path that you don't want to go down but you can change your path today. It's not too late but But you can make a conscious choice to make a different direction and a different direction in life to say, now I'm choosing to walk with Jesus. I'm choosing to serve the master. Stand to your feet at this time. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. You know, these are things that we must practice every day. Has anyone here been like myself where I had to catch myself from some of the things I've been saying and speaking? Wondering why things aren't working out in my favor because I've been speaking a lie and a curse over my life. I've even had to be careful with some of the people I surround myself with. Anybody here ever been around folks that all they talk about is just negativity? I can't hardly even have a conversation with them bringing up something negative. It's always bad news. I've been careful on who I've been answering the phone, especially during this time. With all the things that are happening in our world, I, I, I'm careful who, who's calling me because I already know what they want to talk about. Negativity. I see it. I don't need you to remind me what I'm looking at. I, I've, I've had to challenge myself of who I surround myself with. Because, see... What I do doesn't just affect me, but it affects my home. And if I allow myself to be a sponge to all the negativity that is around me, well, guess what's going to produce out of me? That same negativity. Yes, it is. And the blocks that I'm building in my house and in my home, death, cursing. And that becomes my environment. And then we wonder, man, why, why do I feel this way? Why am I all stressed? And Why, why is my mind all, I just, I can't even get my, my mind straight. because look at what you're building. You're building your house the wrong way. You're building your life the wrong way. So I've had to consciously make a decision. In the midst of turmoil, I must speak hope. In the midst of disaster, I've got to speak peace. In the midst of division, I've got to speak unity. Because what comes out of my mouth affects my environment. You know the enemy does not know your future. You know that? The devil does not know future. He only knows past up to this very second. Only God knows tomorrow. You know something. The devil doesn't even know that you have a problem until you say it. Once it comes out of your mouth, he's like, "Uh uh-oh. So now I've got something now that I can grab hold to and use that to see if I can tear them down and bring them down so they can build blocks of death over their life. Lord give us the mind of Christ help us God change our life change our hearts so before you speak words take a moment allow God to deal with your, your heart your mind that you may speak life into your situation There are people here today, and I'm preaching to everyone here. If you need help, if you need support, if you just need deliverance, I don't care what it is. We are people of faith, and we believe that God is able to move today. If you need a change in your life, a change in your mind, a change in your heart, I'm challenging you right now. This is for every person. Step out from where you are. Take steps of faith. Come down here. Lord, I understand and see that I need you. I understand and see that I need a change in my ways, my heart, my life. Come on. Come on.